Welcome to episode 42 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Saturday. Saturday, people. Uh, Saturday, 28th of September, 2019. Um, How's your week been? I hope you've had a good week. Uh, I've had a fucking busy one, to be fair. Uh, Been all over the shop this week. All over. Different countries. Well, Wales. Wales. Swansea. There's lovely... Um, that is the worst Welsh accent, um, you're ever going to hear. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's been a fucking busy one this week. So, uh, I've been all over the place. Um, it's been all right though, on the whole, on the whole, it's been a pretty good week for me. Uh, some nice gigs. Gigging Swansea was nice. Then did some new material, Nottingham on Wednesday night at Canal House. That gig is so fucking nice. Um, it gets rammed out. It's about a quid to get in. Uh, it is a quid, not even about a quid to get in. And um, that's one pound to our foreign listeners. Uh, yeah, it's a pound to get in. And um, it's just fucking really nice to try out some new stuff uh, there. And it went all right, surprisingly all right, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, I was thinking I didn't know the stuff and just talked it out on stage, took up a few notes as well. Um, like I was studying for my GCSEs, cramming uh, on stage. Um and it went all right. So I was quite happy with that. Um, and then where was I Thursday night? Hometown gig in Northampton. And uh, then last night I was in uh, Black Rod. Uh, <laughs> like, ah, man. That sounds like a fucking just now the black dude last night. Just took the night off comedy. Uh, uh, I was at a place called Black Rod, in, uh, which is near fucking Bolton. So it's up north, and it was—it's been a late back every night, sort of like week, uh, apart from the Northampton gig where I got back about half, half eleven. Um, but it's been—it's been an interesting, uh, interesting week for fucking meeting audience members. I met like either end of the spectrum of people who I fucking like in this world this week, um, from one extreme to the other at two different gigs at the Northampton gig. Uh, it wasn't very busy. It was a fucking cracking lineup, uh, but it wasn't that busy. And uh, but there was a geezer in the audience who uh, was just one of those people you take to straight away. Uh, fucking wicked. It was fucking one of these alternative. Hey man, you know, let's just like live our lives. It was fucking. This geezer was the most off grid guy I've ever met in my life. He lived on a fucking canal boat in some sort of gypsy community. He had the uh, archetypal white guy with the dreads. Um, dreadlocks that he had. But he was uh, he had, he had was wearing a lot of camouflage. That sort of guy, you know, quite chilled out, laid back. A lot of fucking metal shit in his face. Piercings in his lip, nose, fucking everywhere. Ears, everything. He was a fucking metal detector's fucking dream. This guy. Uh, but he was a really fucking cool guy when I was talking to him. And he was just... Uh, I think he said he was a stonemason or something like that. And um, lived in a fucking canal boat with his missus in this little community. I was like, do you, do you have to move the canal boat? And he goes, nah, man. Nah. We just, like, live... The police leave us alone. Everybody fucking leaves us alone. It's the fucking dream, that is. No fucking council tax. No fucking mortgage no fucking overheads all you need is water and food and fucking uh i don't know 
shit for your fucking dreadlocks. That's it. That was his priority. Sorting out his fucking dreadlocks rather than paying fucking house insurance and boat insurance and all that sort of thing. All he wanted to do was make sure that his dreads look good and his little fucking peaky blindness cap he was wearing. He was fucking top man. Uh, so he was like one of the audience members this week. And then last night it swung right to the other end of the spectrum where I met the fucking one of the biggest cunts I've ever fucking met in my life last night who started out as not a cunty person in the evening, but then gradually got more and more fucking cunty uh, as the evening went on. Last night in uh, Black Rods. Good old Rod. Uh, last night in Black Rod. Um, it was a fucking weird gig as soon as I fucking got there. I turned up. Uh, I was due to get there um, 8.45 at the latest because uh, I was doing the middle 20. Uh, middle 20. Um, so, uh, I was due to, um, the promoter said, get there at 8.45. I got there five past eight, fucking 40 minutes before I was meant to get there. I fucking walk in and some fucking barman, bar cunt behind the bar goes, Hey mate, they're all waiting for you in there. I just done a three and a half hour fucking drive to get there. Uh, I was not in the mood, um, to take no lip from no barman. As uh, Ike Clanton says in uh, Tombstone, quality film. Uh, I ain't taking no lip from no bartender neither. Um, So uh, he got a bit of a short fucking... I'm fucking 40 minutes fucking early, mate. What's the problem? Just show me where the fucking gig is and serve that fucking pint of Carlin like your fucking Tom Cruise out of fucking cocktail. Drop the ego, bitch. Um, yeah, so he got a bit of a tongue lashing as I walked in. Uh, so I wasn't in a good mood. And then, uh, it was nice to see Sam, uh, Harland, who was, uh, uh, MCing, uh, last night, who did a top job. Um, but we were chatting about it and he was saying, like, they've been a bit fucking weird with him as well. Uh, I think they tried to do him out of some fucking money later on when I was getting paid as well, the cunts. But, um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, it, well, that's what he said anyway. Uh, and I believe Sam. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, the night started off a bit fucking weird with the fucking, uh, manager or bar staff or whoever the fuck it was, uh, being a bit fucking antsy. Um, the gig itself was, um, uh, it was in a fucking bright, bright, white fucking function room and it was like split down the middle. It had the feel of a fucking wedding party or some, some sort of mafia fucking wedding, uh, in there. Quite an older crowd. A um, few youngsters dotted about, but quite an older crowd, probably about 100 people in there, something like that. Um, it's hard to gauge. I didn't count. I didn't count. I'm not that fucking anal. But anyway, the gig kicked off. And then uh, the first act, uh, act went on, Charlie Baker, who was doing really well. And I popped out for a fucking piss because the old 42-year-old bladder was uh, knocking on the old piss door. Uh, so I popped out for a piss piss uh for literally like about two three minutes um not not that i need to give you uh uh the amount of time it takes me <laughs> the amount of time it takes me to piss you don't need to know that information so i popped out for a piss and then came back and all fucking hell had broken loose there was people being dragged out and fucking i don't know uh some geezer uh had kicked off of the back and then uh some other guy the hero of the evening uh, or so I thought, 
And the hero of the evening, some big guy had come over and fucking sorted these lads out of the back and fucking kicked them out and that. And he was, like, loving being the hero of the evening, uh, dominating that space. And uh, it was okay. Like, after that, it was all right. In the break, uh, before I went on, everything had settled down a little bit. Um, and uh, it, it looked to be sort of like a better night and that. Then the fucking... I think the pub landlord, the the guy running the, the fucking pub or whatever, came over and was saying to Sam and hassling him, asking how long people are doing because uh, you, there was one person out the audience who had ordered food. Let's stop everything for them, buddy. Uh, and uh, But apart from that, the night was going quite well. Uh, I went on, did 20. It was fucking lovely. Sam did a really, really good spot in the middle uh like before he brought me on and it was fucking nice came off and then went outside and was just chatting to sam outside and the fucking big guy um the old hero of the night the bouncer um uh it wasn't a bouncer but he just self-elected himself to be the bouncer came out and we were chatting to him and stuff like that and then he started oh he started he just changed gear into fucking ultra cunt mode and uh, I think everything got the, the best of him a little bit. Uh, this is where they start. This is what happens. This is the sort of fucking cunts I attract. Why I need to grow my hair into fucking dreadlocks so I don't attract these people with my fucking skinhead I've got. Um, and it's difficult. I've, I've talked about it before on air, but it's difficult to fucking say when people look at you and go, look, this haircut is not a political statement. It doesn't belie or like um, or show the true beliefs I've got. I'm not fucking right wing, you fucking racist cunt. So we started coming out and they always come out with the same, uh, usually the same sort of thing. Oh, you can't. Of course, in comedy these days, you can't say anything, can you? Uh, mate, I've just been on stage talking about suicide, murder, suicide, beating kids. What more do you want? You know, I've made that fucking funny, me old booty. Um, you know, but what they mean is you can't be fucking racist these days. That's what they mean. When they say you can't say anything these days, they mean you can't be racist these days. And then he started going, oh, of course, like, you know, you can't say, you can't say the word pucky, can you? No, of course you can't, mate. Oh, you can't. Well, why can't you say that? Because it's a fucking racial slur, you fucking retarded fuck. Jesus. And then they start going on about their spiritual god up there in fucking Bolton or Manchester area. Uh, Bernard Manning. I went to see Bernard Manning. Bernard Manning. People say Bernard Manning was racist, but he used to take the piss out of everyone. He used to take the piss out of everyone who wasn't white. That's the difference, you fucking retarded prick. Jesus. Fucking hell. Bernard Manning was fucking shit. He used to do fucking old school fucking shit one-liners. That's what he used to do. Oh, but he could tell a joke. He knew how to check. Yeah, he fucking knew how to tell a joke because he fucking heard other people telling it and then fucking ripped it off for himself, you cunt. Jesus. Anyway, so he was right at the other end of the spectrum of Cuntsville, Tennessee. Um, and... Uh, he just puts a fucking down on it. And then they go, oh, I really enjoyed your stuff. Oh, fuck off. That's what you want to say. Just, oh, fuck off, you cunt. I don't want you to enjoy my fucking horrendous shit I'm saying. I want, um, you know, 
I want fucking decent people to... There was decent people in that audience enjoying it. You know what I mean? Those couple of people came up to me and they were fucking nice and lovely and said, oh, thank... You know, that was really good, really enjoyed it. It was really good fun. That's the fucking idea. It's not like to fucking set something in your head. Like, um... Like, so you can just fucking think, oh, he's, he's joked about fucking suicide. Brilliant. This has opened that... Open that door to fucking racism. Let's go down that fucking line. Oh, man. I, I just don't... Someday. Someday. And he was going on about fucking... Uh, I was seeing Bernard Manning at the Embassy Club and it was fucking great. It was fucking great. Was it fucking great, you fucking prick? Um, yeah, so... Ah, uh, oh, man. I hate fucking cunts like that. Hate it. One day, there ought to be a mass funeral. Um, every, every fucking comedian ought to turn up to this to the fucking funeral of the last person who ever saw Bernard Manning live. <laughs> every fucker on the circuit, every comedian out there should go and fucking just put a fucking rose on that fucking coffin of the last person who dies who ever saw Bernard Manning live. So we can just fucking know for all of us, we're never going to run into one of these cunts who goes on about seeing fucking that racist cunt fucking live. Uh, He took the piss out of everyone. Fucking yeah, everyone who is brown and black and not from this fucking country. Jesus. Anyway, let's fucking calm down a little bit, Benny boy. You're getting fucking riled up. You've got a gig tonight. Uh, I'm in fucking Hearst Village tonight. Let's have a little bit of tea. Tea uh, drinking, by the way. Uh, somebody uh, said to me, um, uh, it annoys me when you fucking, uh, you pause it uh, to have a cup of tea. I don't pause it, by the way. Uh, I just fucking stop talking to fucking swallow, uh, if that's all right. So this is to that person out there who said it annoys them. Uh, when I stop, uh, it goes silent and I fucking take a sip of tea. So here we go. There you go. That's for you. Um, anyway, so, yeah, I'm in Her- a place called Hearst Village tonight, uh, which, ironically enough, mentioning uh, fucking digging myself a six-foot ditch um, at a gig um, when uh, Frankie Peoples introduced me and I said, I don't even like the cunt. Uh, that I mentioned on the podcast last time, I think, is that fucking gig. Ah, oh, four years later, uh, and it's come round again. Uh, so we'll see how that fucking goes this evening. But it's been um, it's been a fucking busy, busy old week this week. Um, meeting cunts, meeting people I like, meeting cunts also. And I was so stressed out by this. Oh, not stressed out, you know what I mean. Hey, man, this guy triggered me, not that sort of shit. That's, you just want to fucking knock people out like that. That's the thing. That could be my niche. I think as a comedian, that could be my niche. I fucking just knock people out at the end of the night who I don't like in the audience, who laughed at fucking, for the fucking wrong reason, you know, in their own, you put that information in there and then they fucking process it in their fucking brain and it comes out as, whoa, we can get away with racism now. No, mate. That ought to be it. That could be my thing that I do. Like, people like that come up to me and go, hey, Matt, really enjoyed your stuff, and just bang, fuck off. I didn't want you to enjoy it. 
That's my niece. That could be it. Have you seen Ben Briggs live? Did I? He fucking knocked me out. Uh, fucking hell. Uh, I remember seeing Ben Briggs. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. He took the piss out of everyone and fucking knocked out racists at the end of the night. Fucking brilliant. Um, anyway, so like, I was a little bit um, antsy, as you can tell, possibly on the podcast this week. So I was a little bit antsy. So I was talking to somebody and they said, yeah, what you need to do, you need to calm down. You need to like there's shit on YouTube you can listen to just to settle down just to uh, just calm yourself. There's fucking videos and that sort of thing, right? And uh, this person said, uh, what you want to do is just Google ASMR on fucking uh, YouTube. Now, if you don't know what ASMR is, I didn't know what the fuck this was. I was like, what the fuck is this? It's weird, right? It stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. I know, it's got a posh title. Uh, basically, it's sort of like a feeling... It gives you like a, it's meant to be like a tingling. Somebody talks, whispers, 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 whispers. Like that. They do that fucking sort of shit. Well, not somebody. It's a fucking woman. It's always a woman on there. Uh, it ain't some geezer, uh, you know, saying, oh, this is Gary. Welcome to ASMR with Gary. Sleep, you cunt. Cunt. Sleep, you fucking nonce sleep so basically uh it's, it's not a guy because obviously a guy's voice is not soothing um it's always a woman um or mainly a fucking like the ones i've seen on youtube it's not like some fucking troglodyte or whatever sitting there you know like eating a fucking cake just going welcome to asmr with fucking fat rita uh, I'm going to fucking relax you right now whilst I'm eating cake and you'll listen to me eating cake and you'll fucking fall asleep. It's not like that. It's like some fucking... What it is, it's middle-class white women. That's what it is. It's middle-class white women who have carved a niece for themselves because uh, they can whisper uh, or crackle paper or whatever and that's meant to give you a sensory response like a tingling sensation, which is meant to relax you, and then you fucking fall asleep. That's the idea behind it. If you if you if you know about this shit, I'm sorry for having to explain it because everybody fucking I didn't know about this shit before. So you got to cater to the lowest common denominator, um, haven't you? Which is essentially me, people. I think we've all decided that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking me. It's the lowest common denominator on here. Um, so, anyway, so I put this shit on because I wanted to relax, right? I, I just wanted to come in from a gig. I've been fucking, you know, talking to fucking, having to listen to racist shit. Um, so I wanted to settle down a little bit. I can't, like, fucking relax by doing yoga either. My knees are fucked from playing football for fucking too many years when I was younger which is part of the reason I can't go to um, the cinema because my fucking knee locks up and I walk out as if I'm fucking 80. Can't do yoga. Um, so um, I need to relax in other ways. I can't meditate either um, because, I, I, you know, clear your fucking mind. Like I'm still fucking, as I said on the last podcast, dealing with fucking gigs from about seven or eight years ago. 
uh, shit that fucking happened in my childhood. Clear your mind. Bam. Listen to that fucking shit. Somebody going, clear your mind. Let your mind clear. And I start getting angry. You clear your fucking mind. What are you telling me to do, you fucking meditating prick? Um, yeah, so I can't listen to that shit. Um, not that my mind's whirring at 100 miles an hour, but something that'll pop in there. Wouldn't it? When your mind gets clear, just when you think your mind's getting clear, you think, oh, fucking hell, that geezer who said that thing at that gig fucking three years ago. What a fucking asshole. Ah, um, or, that, or that person who fucking cut me off in traffic two days ago. Fucking dick. Uh, yeah, things like that will pop in there, so I can't fucking meditate. I can't listen to whales because they're fucking, ah, oh, annoying as fuck. Woo, woo, woo. Can't listen to that shit. Um, so I thought this could be the thing. This could be the thing that calms me down, you know, just settles me down, gives me them fucking, you know, it's meant to be a verb, um, a verbal, uh, version of having your head rubbed. And who doesn't like having their head rubbed? Even me. Even me. I like having my head rubbed. So I thought this could be the thing for me. Um, so I switched on one of these things. I fucking got it. Like, it's all fucking... Don't read the comments underneath because it's all fucking middle-aged men wanking over young women fucking chatting. I don't know how old these women are. I didn't listen to a young woman. It was like some fucking middle-aged housewife going on. I thought, fucking hell. At least if uh, my internet is fucking trapped. Um, not that it's fucking anything sexual or anything like that they're talking about. It's just fucking talking about fucking... A lot of it is like motivational stuff that they whisper. You're doing really well. You're doing really well. You are experiencing the world. You are a good person. And all that sort of shit. That's what they're doing. Just whispering to you. How the fuck do you... That's what I started thinking after a while. That was... It just started winding me up after a while. First of all, the whispering... Because they change the fucking level they're at. So you have to keep fucking turning your fucking phone up. Um, and that started winding me up. And then I thought, right, okay, I'll do this with headphones, laid back, put my feet up on the sofa. And I said, come on then, you fucking whispering prick. Let's fucking get this relaxing going. No pressure, whisperer. Um, so, uh, so I started listening to it. And... Um, uh, I had a little eye mask on as well. Put an eye mask on. Just block everything out. Come on, Ben. Let's relax. And then within about five minutes, I was like, okay, I'm starting to relax a little bit. This is quite good. It's quite good. I wasn't getting any weird tingles or anything like that, but it was quite good. It was all right. She was telling me how great I am. I was in the back of my head. I was thinking, who the fuck are you to tell me how great I am, you fucking... Anyway, let's get on with this, lady. Let the healing begin. About five minutes into it, and then she started mentioning fucking healing crystals. What you need is some healing crystals. Just put them on the side and some nice healing crystals. Feel the aura. Imagine the heat. And I thought, here comes the fucking sales pitch. You can get healing crystals anywhere. You can buy them through my website. There it is. There's the fucking sales pitch. You relax me. So I drop my guard and then you fucking storm over the top with a bit of fucking marketing. You're even trying to sell me shit in my fucking sleep, lady. Uh, So that fucking ruined the whole experience. (laughs) 
<laughs> it just wound me up even more. Ah, you're trying to sell me shit in my sleep. Is that what you're doing? Trying to get me to drop my guard? Uh, so that fucking ruined the whole ASMR experience for me. I'm sure there's other things out there. Uh, other people who don't try and flog his shit. Uh, but the shit I was listening to, Jesus Christ. It's got her own website fucking selling your shit. Ah, Jesus. So I thought you were trying to relax me. I thought this was free. It's on YouTube. He's getting fucking advertising for this. Not enough for you, lady. You want to sell your shitty crystals as well? Yeah, is that it? Ah, dear. So, um, yeah, so that fucking wound me up a treat. So I was back. Like, I was probably like about 50. 50% fucking wound up. I shot up to about 80. Uh, had a had a fucking cup of tea and then dropped down to about 75. Jesus. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. I mean, if it works for you, go out there. Do your thing. But um, fucking hell, man. It just wound me up. It was like the whales all over again. Ooh. Ooh. How can people find fucking whales relaxing? I don't know. It's just freaky. Just like fucking calling to each other and shit. They're probably cat trapped in a net. That's probably how they record them things. Trap a whale in a net and get it to cry out uh, to its little whale mates to come and save it. Um, I don't know. I don't know why that is fucking relaxing, listening to whales and shit like that all of a sudden. I don't know. It's not like we do that every day, is it? Like, like we've got a historical... You know, it's inbred in our DNA as humans to be fucking relaxed by whales. We used to fall asleep with one ear in the fucking sea or something. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we did and we've changed. Maybe that could be the thing. If I just fall asleep in the bath, that might get me uh, relaxed a little bit. I don't know. Uh, anyway, things I've seen this week on the internet. One of the best stories I saw this week uh, was... Uh, a geezer with a fucking big dong. Big dong geezer. A man accused was accused of shoplifting after staff saw a suspicious bulge in his jeans. What could that be? Trying to sneak out a cucumber there, buddy. Uh, but it turned out to be his 10-inch todger. Uh, window fitter Steve Whitehurst, 47. Uh, <laughs> just to show you that he's overage. Showed securities member... After a female manager raised the alarm. Hey, he's smuggling something out. And I have never seen something like that before in his jeans. Um, let's have a look. He had been buying £400 worth of stuff at Scott's menswear with girlfriend Mandy Shenton. There's a picture of him and his girlfriend. She looks like she has been fucking ragged. Oh, a 10-inch fucking... She looks like fucking... She's got that fucking... <laughs> She's got that fucking Vietnam stare about her in the picture. He looks smug as fuck and she just likes she's seen some fucking action. Jesus. She looks like she's done two tours of fucking Cambodia. Uh, uh, but things came to a head at the till when the store manager asked about his bulge. Hey, what's that fucking bulge in your jeans, you robbing cunt? Hey, that's my fucking big dong, baby. I don't believe you. Steve, who claims he often has to roll up his manhood, really? You have to roll it up like one of them fucking, what are them sweets? Like fucking, um, oh, fucking hell, what are the sweets? Yeah, like the roll-up fucking licorice. <laughs> like a fucking £10 note when somebody's doing fucking coke. Um, 
Yeah, uh, Steve, who, who claims he had to roll up his manhood, said, I had very tight jeans on that day. Check out the bulge, ladies. And yes, there was a bulge, but that's not illegal. It isn't illegal. If you'd have fucking got it out and started fucking piping it in Scott's menswear, that might have been illegal, but you didn't do that, buddy. It was rolled up and tucked away. Well done. Uh, the manager started arguing with me. She wouldn't let it go. You got something in there. It's my cock. It's not. I just kept telling her that it was my penis. It's my penis. What is that bulge in your jeans? It's my penis. But it's too big. It's my penis. It's my penis, Your Honour. It was all my penis. Um... The manager, uh, eventually I dropped my trousers in front of everyone and just stood there in my boxer shorts and said, see, I've got nothing to hide. But that didn't satisfy the manager. She wanted a closer look. He said that he went to a cubicle with a male security guard at his local store in Stoke-on-Trent. I was thereabouts the other night. Fucking hell. I dropped my boxers. He shook his head and ran out. I've seen a fucking wank the size of a Fucking police baton. Uh, <laughs> I heard it say, please tell me he's got something down there. And the guy said, yes, and it's a fucking massive cock. Uh, Jesus. It's not everything all of us are going to experience. That sort of shit, I can tell you. Um, it. Uh, Mandy said it was so humiliating. What they did to Steve was disgusting. Don't tell me you want some compensation for your big dick. You got enough. You got a bit of a blessing there anyway. This is in the fucking rag shithole that is the sun, by the way. Uh, he sold his story to the sun. There's a picture of him with his fucking jeans pulled down a bit. He's got boxer shorts on and you can see his fucking bulge. Well done. You've got in the paper for having a big cock. And you're what? In every picture, his fucking girlfriend looks fucking haunted. Ha ha ha. She looks fucking destroyed. Ah, oh, Jesus. Fuck me, man. Uh, yeah, so uh, that was uh, one interesting story I see, see this week. Uh, what else? Fucking hell, what time are we on? 30 fucking... 30 fucking minutes, man. Jesus. We ain't got time for anything else this week, people. I have fucking gone on no end. And I am starting to lose my voice at the minute as well, which is not a good sign for tonight's gig. Um, that was episode 42. I know I haven't put the new stuff in. It's been a long fucking week, people. A very, very long week. Um, I will without fail. I know you don't trust me anymore. We've lost all trust about this new stuff. Uh, I will do that uh, and get it all prepared tomorrow finish preparing it and then bang it out on tuesday for you and you better fucking like it uh that was episode 42 of the ben briggs podcast if you like this like subscribe share etc um you can check out uh if you want to contact me about anything it's just podcast at benbriggs.co.uk I am going to jump in the bath and go to my gig. Uh, have a great weekend, motherfuckers. I will speak to you on Tuesday. Take care.